0: Welcome to the DadCast Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Lavelle Lamonnier. And as a Christian man, a husband, father, grandfather, business owner, professor, and a proud U.S. Army veteran, I've gained a unique perspective on some of life's issues. Therefore, this podcast is designed to give a dad's perspective on everything from A to Z. All right, folks, let me give a great big... Thanks and shout out to my lovely wife, Dr. Gabrielle Lamonnier, who is the co-creator and co-content manager of this broadcast. <laughs> All right, today, folks, we are going to talk about the subject of an NBA legend, NBA champion, a future Hall of Famer who has recently lost his ESPN job because of a social media post. Now we're talking about the one and only uh, famous Boston Celtic legend, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, um, for those of you that may not keep up with uh, the NBA, is a retired uh, player who played his, uh, most of his career For the uh, Boston Celtics, he did end up um, going to the Washington Wizards at the end of his career. Uh, He was a 10th overall pick in the 1998 NBA draft. He was drafted by the Celtics and spent the next 15 years there. He was a 10-time All-Star and he led Boston to the NBA Finals in 2008 and 2010, uh, winning the NBA Championship in 2008. He was also named the 2008 NBA Finals MVP in his first trip to the Finals. He's one of only three players, alongside the great Larry Bird and John Havlicek, to have scored over 20,000 points in their career with the Celtics alone. Uh, Pierce holds the Celtics record for the most three-point field goals made as well. He ranks 3rd in team history in games played, 2nd in points scored, 7th in total rebounds, 5th in total assists, and 1st in total steals. He is nicknamed The Truth, and it was given to him by Shaquille O'Neal after a 112-107 Lakers victory over the Celtics back in 2001, in which Paul Pierce scored 42 points in that game. His estimated net worth... You guys ready for this? Right now, as it stands, the latest update was this year, 2021. Paul Pierce was worth $70 million. He earned nearly $200 million, $198 million to be exact, from his NBA salary alone over the course of his career. Uh, That's enough to make him one of the 25 highest paid players in NBA history. In terms of total career earnings, now Paul Pierce retired a few years back and got a job with ESPN as an analyst, a color analyst uh, for uh, the network. That salary was earning him uh, three point five million dollars uh, per year. So he's earning he's earning three and a half million dollars a year as an ESPN analyst recently uh, Paul Pierce went on Instagram and posted a video a video of him um, and would looked like uh, he was smoking marijuana and uh, it is believed that the women in the video were strippers now ESPN came out and made a statement about the video in a statement to CNN, the cable sports network said that it ended its working relationship with Pierce Monday um, and they declined to comment on Pierce on anything else regarding him leaving the network. Representatives for Pierce also did not immediately respond for requests for comment. The news of Pierce's firing was first reported by Front Office Sports. Now, Pierce was an analyst for the network on multiple NBA shows. That included the studio show, The Jump, and its pregame show, NBA Countdown. Um, As I mentioned to you, uh, Paul Pierce uh, spent 15 or 16, 17 seasons in the NBA. And then he joined uh, ESPN before the start of the 2017-2018 season. Now, the video, the racy nature of the live stream was... um, most likely the breaking point for ESPN. The, the thing here, folks, is that ESPN is owned by Disney, by the Walt Disney Company. Uh, and Pierce and others in the video did not appear to be wearing masks or following COVID protocols that have been set up at the network. Um, so a lot of things are going on here. And um, it cost him three and a half million dollars at least. Depending on how long he would have continued to work for the network, that could have cost him much more than $3.5 million. Now, Pierce has come out and he said, you know, stay tuned, big things are coming. Um, He doesn't seem to be too worried about it. But the point here, folks, is that social media can be a friend and it also can be a foe. So here's a news break. If you want to party, if you want to turn up, If you want to get lit, do it at home, in the confines and privacy of your own residence. And if you want to tell some people about it, you want people to know what you're doing, invite them to come over. Check their cell phones and video devices at the door and party with them in your house and do your thing. But when you put it out on social media, it cannot go away. And it can come back to cost you, as is found here in this case with Paul Pierce, a hefty penny. Now, some folks, you know, just the average folk, that average person that works at a 9 to 5, um, you may say, I can do what I want. It's my social media platform. I have a, a right to share how I wish to share. And um, it shouldn't have to be an issue. Well, that's true. You do have a right. We all have our rights. But let's err on the side of caution. Some things you might be able to do, but maybe you just shouldn't do. I mean, is your job worth one social media post? Is your career worth a social media post? Is your, are your relationships worth a social media post? Those are the kinds of things that you have to think about when it comes to uh, dealing with social media. Now I was reading this interesting article um, uh, more of a report by the Simon Fraser University and the article is entitled how social media affects your chance of getting hired now here, here's some some facts not myths but these are some facts folks some managers send applicants friend requests or follow requests the guy read, uh, writing this article said that recently a friend of his actually received a friend request from his current employer. A simple reason why employers Google you or follow you on social media networks is of course to learn more about you. Uh, this hints that they are genuinely interested in you after reading your resume and cover letter and perhaps even considering inviting you in for an interview. So from an employer's perspective, how do you navigate the role of social media in your job application process? And from an, a perspective employee's perspective, how do you navigate the role of social media in your job application? process. According to a recent survey released by CareerBuilder back in May of 2015, more than 52% of employers use social media to help determine whether candidates' skills and qualifications met the job requirements. This figure is significantly higher than the 43% that was found in 2014 and 39% in 2013. Now more than 2,000 full-time human resource experts took part in that survey and again Um, over 50% of them said that they use social media to help determine a candidate's skills and qualifications. Besides their intention to, to verify your experience and background, employers also want to learn more about you personally, what your hobbies and interests are, what do you do outside of school, and are you a good fit with the company culture? When it comes to sensitive topics such as religion and marital status that interviews are not supposed to ask, interviewees are not supposed to ask during the interview, they will ask Google instead. <laughs> That's right, folks. They just get the answer from the internet. With the high hiring, training, and turnover costs, employers research candidates uh, via almost every possible online channel to ensure you've got what they're looking for. Another article from CareerBuilder back in 2014 said that the trend of employers passing on applicants after researching them online is experiencing a dramatic increase. More than a third of the employers admitted that they would not interview a candidate if they could not find any information about him or her online or if they found any concerning information. Some employers even screen out candidates after they check the the applicants social networks so there's a lot there's a lot to consider when you make a post on social media you might think well you know this is not gonna hurt me I mean I'm already set in my career I already have my degree I already have my trade well in hand the kind of work I I do doesn't is not impacted by social media all of these things that we can come up with to To justify our freedom. And again folks there's nothing wrong with freedom. Everyone has a right to choose how they want to post and what they want to post on social media. But keep in mind it stays there. Even if you delete it, somebody has already seen it and they'll keep a record of it. This survey uh, that I was speaking of uh, by CareerBuild also gathered information about from 2,000 experts in the field of human resources and indicated that employers turned on applicants due to one or more of the reasons uh, that they found. 46% of the time, it was because shared the applicant shared inappropriate photographs or information on social media. So nearly half of the time when an employer said, I'm not gonna hire this person, it was because of an inappropriate photograph or inappropriate information that was posted on social media. Forty one percent of the time it's because they posted photos about them drinking or using drugs. Thirty-six percent of the time of the time they posted negative comments about their previous employer or coworkers. of the time, they demonstrated poor communication skills. Hey, isn't that an issue? You think when you're not at work, you know you can split verbs and um, tear up the English language and say things however you want to say them. Use whatever vernacular you want to use. The reality, folks, is that people are watching and people are listening. And they're trying to determine whether or not you are that best candidate. For them, right or wrong, it is the reality of what social media brings to the table in the hiring process. And then, last on the list, there's 28 percent of the time the applicant posted discriminatory comments related to race, religion, gender, etc. So it's um it's a big deal, folks. It's something that you've got to consider. You've got to keep in mind. Hey, now think about this. Um. Suppose you made a post 10 years ago, or maybe for the younger generation, they think five years is an eternity, and they posted something five years ago. Just recently, we talked on a previous episode about uh, one of the Bachelor's contestants posting something on social media a few years before the show taped and aired, and it came back to bite her. Um ultimately breaking her relationship up with Matt James, who chose her um, to be his choice on The Bachelor. But let's go back to a, a famous name that maybe uh, many of you are familiar with. Remember the cooking sensation, the television personality, Paula Dean? Oh, yeah, she was so loved by so many people Across so many genres and so many socioeconomic backgrounds. But after a 20 year old deposition surfaced in 2013, where the Southern Cooking Queen admitted to using the N word once or twice, Paula Dean lost her cooking show on the Food Network. She lost the endorsement deals and the product lines that she had. And even after posting uh, a tearful apology, her career has never rebounded from that moment. Hey folks, let's take a moment and take a break. Uh, We're going to hear a little bit about our sponsors, and then we'll return with the second half of this episode. We have been blessed to have some amazing sponsors of Season 2 For the DadCast Podcast. And our sponsors include. Miss Muzz Link Specialties. Now these are the best homemade links. In Boudin this side of the bayou. I'm telling you what. The flavoring of these links. Is amazing. It tastes. It is just scrumptious. Yeah Darren Raymond puts. He puts a touch on this. And it tastes amazing folks. I'm telling you. You got to try these links out. You can reach Darren at. 832-589-0709 you can also find Miss Muzz link specialties on Facebook just the beginning event planners Now this this shop these these people do a wonderful job of helping you get get ready for any type of event you can imagine Um, the one-stop shop for all of your special event planning needs if you need a fresh start our new beginning just contact lasagna latulas uh, at 409-466-9826 phenomenal solutions my man Calvin Menefee and his wife Mrs. Menefee they have a background in education and in the business sector and they have come together to provide consulting services that offer you the skills that you need to enhance your personal and professional life they specialize in things like resilience training compassion fatigue and burnout dynamic mindfulness and accessible yoga processing circles trauma-informed practices and of course the work-life balance issue now you can reach Calvin Menifee i um, at 713-254-7123. You can also find them on the internet at www.phenomenal.com. That's P-H-E-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L.com. Lamonnier Photography, where we see the world through a different lens. You can find Lamonnier Photography on all of the social media outlets. And writeitout.tech, where you can get all of your academic writing needs met. You can also find them on social media at writeitout.tech. Thanks again to our great sponsors for for being a part of Season 2. And we look forward to hearing the great success that you have uh, in your business. All right, folks, we're back for the second half of this episode where we are talking about Paul Pierce, uh, NBA legend, former Boston Celtic and Washington Wizard, uh, one of the, uh, most electrifying players in NBA history and who will certainly, uh, be, uh, accepted or nominated into the NBA Hall of Fame, uh, this year as he is eligible, um, for a nomination and induction into the NBA Hall of Fame. Now, the truth, Paul Pierce. It goes by the nickname The Truth. Um, was an ESPN analyst uh, where he was making $3.5 million per year on the network that is owned by the Walt Disney Company. Recently, Pierce posted online a, um, a racy live uh, video where he appeared to be smoking marijuana and had some scantily dressed uh, young ladies in the video with him. Now, the issue is that um, while it was not illegal, anything that he showed online, it violated the morality clause in his contract. Um, and folks, you, we just gotta be smart, right? I mean, man. Three and a half million dollars a year. How many of us would love to make that. In a lifetime or. You know certainly in a year. Anything close to that would be nice. For most of us. And to just throw it away. Because of one social media post. Man that's not wise. Like I said before the break man. If you want to party. If you want to get lit. If you want to turn up. You're welcome to do that. That's up to you. That's between you and your circle. And. Your beliefs and things that you want to do. But if you do it, do it in the confines of your own home. In the privacy of your residence. With people that you know and trust. And don't film it. (laughs) Don't allow anybody to have a recording device uh, on them. And do not post it at all on social media. It will come back to bite you as it did with Paul Pierce. Now, um, Paul Pierce is not the only one who's had these problems. I mean, I mentioned just before we went to break about uh, Paula Dean, who was so beloved by so many people for her uh, Southern cooking show. And uh, a 20 year old deposition came out in 2013 that she admitted to using the N word, quote unquote, once or twice. And that caused her to lose her show on the Food Network, lose her endorsement deals and her product lines. And even after she made a very dramatic and tearful apology, her career has never been the same. I mean, folks, you have a better chance of going to prison and coming out like Martha Stewart and teaming up with the likes of Snoop Dogg, uh, Calvin Brothers uh, for several shows and she rebounded nicely after a stint in federal prison Um, but social media man it's a beast it can make you or break you there are people who are social media giants out there they are internet famous uh, and they have made a very good living uh, of being on the internet but then there are those that have made these questionable posts and have found themselves Under a firestorm after making such posts, so social media can be a friend. It can be a foe. Um, You know, social media networks can be beneficial in the hiring process. They can also also be detrimental. As I mentioned again before the break, I gave you some statistics uh, regarding how human resource managers will send friend requests, and they will. Uh, look at your social media posts and try to learn some things about you and they can use those things to determine if you're a good fit for their company culture. Um, So if used properly and professionally, your social media can, can potentially attract employers and get you an interview. Some of the reasons employers uh, want to hire applicants after they check out their social media is is because the applicant's personality fits well with the company culture almost 50 percent of the time that's the reason that they choose to do an interview once they view uh, the applicant's social media presence the background information supported their professional qualifications for the job the candidate showed a professional image the candidate is well-rounded They demonstrated great communication skills, and in doing such, the the company was very interested uh, in them. So when we think about social media and we think about um, your career and your job opportunities and prospects, first of all, there's no expiration on social media posts. Once it's out there, it's out there. And they're going to go, and they're going to find that information, and they're going to use it. Either it will be to your advantage, or it will become a disadvantage for you. So the way you manage your online presence does say something about you. It talks, it speaks to your level of professionalism. Why don't you try googling yourself and see what pops up? Then ask yourself the following questions: What the does what you see represent who you really are? Uh, is it the message is that the message that you want to send to future employers. If you were the employer, would you invite that applicant, who in this case happens to be you, to come in for an interview? And then you want to make sure that you monitor your social networks carefully: uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok, all of these different social media networks. Make sure that you monitor them and that you 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 have accurate um, presentation on or representation on those net networks. Uh, you might want to consider removing any inappropriate posts uh, if you have some on there from years back, months back, whatever the case might be. Uh, you may want to take a look at that and uh, make sure that your internet presence is. Uh, appropriate. Now folks all of this that we've talked about today is really just to help us think about using social media as a good platform. I know a lot of times people want to vent and they want to talk about social issues and political issues and religious issues and preferences that they have but be smart be wise Understand that your social media presence is going to give a glimpse of who you are. And while it may not be everything about you, it definitely paints some kind of picture about you. And so uh, think about that when you're making your posts. Think about that when you're going on these rants online. Think about that if you have um, issues with someone and, you know, a social media um uh, back and forth kind of situation takes place. Just think about your future. Think about five years, ten years, 20 years down the road, uh, if if that is going to be something that could be problematic for you. Hey, use social media to your benefit. Be your best on social media. Represent yourself and your family in the most positive, Uh, light that you can and understand that social media can be a friend or it can be a foe let's not get caught in the same position that Paul Pierce was caught in yeah he's a great one and he's going to be fine he has a lot of avenues that he can go uh, after and I'm sure success is going to be just around the corner for him but everyone doesn't have those opportunities So we have to protect ourselves, protect our interests, our futures, our careers, our income, and just be smart about our social media presence. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the DadCast podcast. I hope this episode has uh, been interesting to you. I hope that it's been something that is a little enlightening, hopefully. Um, and if it's maybe it's a discussion that you can have with someone uh, that you know, so maybe some young people in your life or maybe some co-workers or some, your circle of friends. Um, but at any rate, I thank you for taking the time to listen to the DadCast podcast, for tuning in to today's episode. Hey, and I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Send us in uh, your comments and messages. You can leave us a message on any of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and most recently our YouTube channel is available. Uh, so, you can find the Dadcast Podcast on all of these outlets. You can also email us at comments at dadcastpodcast.com. And we need your likes, we need your shares, we need your, your comments. Uh, and most importantly, we need your five star rating. And we are so grateful for all of the people across 16 countries that are listening to the Dadcast podcast on a weekly basis. Without you, this, this wouldn't even be possible. And so I want to give you, uh, give you thanks for being a part of the Dadcast nation. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube if you haven't done so already. Tell somebody about the DadCast podcast. If you have some show ideas, some episode ideas, send them in. We'll look at them and take a take a good glance at them and see if it's something that we can uh, build an episode around. Thanks again for listening, folks. I look forward to talking with you on our next episode. Blessings and peace to each and every one of you. I'm out.